Hello, hello. Thank you for having me back. Putin is back, everyone. Yay. He's gracing us with his presence. And this time we will be talking about Father, the IT crowd. The IT crowd. I love the IT crowd. It's probably one of my favorites. The IT crowd or the IT crowd? What do you think it's called? I don't think it matters, right? Because, like, I'm thinking IT because it's what their department is. What does IT stand for? Uh, informational technology. No, right? it's internet things. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, but it was... What does it not stand for? What does it not stand for? It stands for courage. It's It stands for so much. <laughs> what does IT stand for? Let it off. That was awesome. That was amazing. I love Jen. Jen is really interesting. Yeah, and... We kind of spoke about this before, but you were saying like she has one of the most interesting character developments. I totally agree. Um, so I don't know if I'm right or wrong about this, but I do think that a lot of like you know the the really popular American TV show Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. drawn a lot of inspirations from IT Crowd, and I was thinking that um, how when Jen is compared to Penny, mm-hmm. and then like Jen is like they're very similar, but you know Jen is like. I don't know, because, like, Penny still has this, like, a sweet girl that is, like, caring, kind of, like, yeah. things. That, Jen, too. Jen, too. But I think Jen is also kind of, like, like, yeah, I'm a deeply flawed human being. But, yeah. like, you know, she's just as flawed as the other two, which kind of makes her very uh, interesting character. At the same time, it is very, like, I, like, I, I, I don't know how, if it's a fair, like, comment to make or not, but, like, she does feel like a well-developed character, yeah. which is not really you seeing female characters, especially in American well, TV shows. What I was thinking is, as awkward as, for sure, Moss is, uh, and, and Richmond, and the bosses, and uh, what's Chris O'Dowd? Ron, Roy, Roy, is she's just as socially awkward. Yeah. She's not good with people. Like, she'll giggle when a cute guy talks to her, and I don't know, like, she, yeah. And, and her friends are just as flat as she is. Remember they have that dinner party? Oh, my God. That was, like, actually probably one of my favorite episodes. It's definitely one of my, and I love that gift of, like, when people tell you to act normal, and it's how they pose normal. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about our favorite characters. I know your favorite is Richmond. Why don't you tell us more about Richmond? Because Richmond's so adorable. He's goth and quite, you know, posh. Um, I love him. So I found out. So you did you know that there's a documentary about? I didn't know about IT it. Crowd? It's on Netflix. Forty minutes called the IT Crowd Manual. So they interviewed the creators and the actors and some of the critics of it and the writers. And originally, the idea was that Jen was going to be afraid of Richmond, but the actress, Catherine something. Perkins? Uh, Perkins. Uh, she she really felt an attachment to the character of Richmond that she said Jen would have an attachment to him. And so it became more of a motherly, affectionate relationship, which was not planned for. Um so I thought that was really cute. I, I do like their relationship the most. You know, the other guys tried to hide him, but she'll encourage him to come out of the out of the red room and the red door, and it just oh, it was it's such a cute little relationship. I love it. 
Oh. No, Jen's probably. I really, really like Jen. Jen's probably my favorite on the show, and it's also interesting to see it, like how she's like, oh, I want to like you know step up, and then I wanted yeah. to like you know climb the corporate ladder, which is like in their in their cases literally because like they're in the basement. Um, <laughs> also, by the way, her name is Catherine Parkinson. Parkinson, yes, that's the the word. Very talented actress. Very talented. Um, who. Sorry, I, I, this is probably not going to go on the show, but I just realized something. When I was Googling IT Crowd, this popped up. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk to you about this. Wait, tell me more. You've never seen this. No. IT Crowd in 2007 um, had a American version. It has one episode. It has one episode because it didn't last. And it, it is copy for copy the the pilot for the British version, and the same actor plays Ra, uh, Moss. Morris Richard, Moss. M- Morris Moss. Um, Richard Iodea. Uh, Iodea. Uh, Sorry. I Iodea. Iodea. He plays Moss in both versions, and um, a certain favorite actor of yours. Yay! Plays uh, Roy. But he is not going to be convincing as Roy. He's no. way too attractive. Joel McHale played Roy. Um, and, and you see the actress who plays Jen pretty often, but I don't think she's as notable or noticeable by name. Mm. Um, but it was... That's the one thing. So you haven't seen it. No. It's on YouTube when I saw it. It might still be there, but... If you watch the Office UK and US version and you watch... The IT Crowd US UK version pilots. Sure, they copied, US copied a lot from the UK, but I think what worked for The Office was that they put their own spin, their own Americanism in it, so that that audience can get on in the joke. Because UK has a very, like, there's that dry humor that Brits are known for. And, but I feel the IT Crowd, they just copied everything. And I'm like, that doesn't do anything. Oh, no. That's such a like, so, sad project. Yeah, so it didn't last more than one episode. Even though they were going to get picked up, I guess it just didn't work. And I'm glad they didn't work because the IT crowd, it's, yeah. yeah it's the so, IT crowd, yeah. It's, it's also strange because like, if it's in a different language, right? And it's like, um, I don't know why would he agree to this, to be honest money i mean true but then again like i don't know why he's not like making a huge in america i remember uh when um the actor who plays roy uh-huh. uh chris o'dowd chris o'dowd yeah okay so he so he was in bridesmaid and mm-hmm. he became relatively popular uh in america i think he's kind of popular well known now he right is, and and the Director or someone in Bridesmaid knew him from IT Car and they're like, we want him. Oh, interesting. I think so. Um, <laughs> but also, like, I was thinking that uh, on the other, on the other, on the other hand, like, you know, the, the actor who plays Moss, like, he didn't get quite a big, like, you know, attention comparing to, comparing yeah. to Roy. Um, I th- remember he was in the film the same year or like relatively around the same year as uh, the bridesmaid uh, in oh, american film i know he's something made a called few films. yeah something called like the watchman or like a neighborhood watch or something 
Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, with, like, Ben Stiller. It was supposed to be, like, an interesting film because it was something like, you know, like, like alien invasion yeah, versus, suffered. like, Stafford wife situation, like, yeah. you know, replacing your regular that's human so beings. Um, it wasn't a good film, and I think maybe that's why he didn't, like, you know, Even super Even though he's prom- really talented, because he goes on a lot of... Uh, game shows in the UK because they have those fun little game shows and he's directed and written a couple of dramas yeah so maybe that's why maybe he's just not he interesting as thing. the Hollywood he doesn't need it situation but yeah and I also like one thing I find kind of annoying but also maybe just the sense of humor I didn't get uh, was that during the interview somebody was asking him like why are you playing him and he was like, well, it's like, you know, he's a nerdy guy and whatever, whatever. And the other, the, the interviewer was like, just look at you. You're such a nerd. And I'm just like, um, okay. And then, like, I don't know why, but, like, it seems that I was watching other things with him. Yeah. Somehow he does still carries over this kind of, like, nerdiness in every role he's in. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, like what, what it's a deal with that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean... In the documentary, they say, like, he he invented the Moss voice, mm-hmm. the more childlike voice tone. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Like, he'll always have his ha- hair parted the same way. He kind of dresses the same way, too. Mm-hmm. Semi-professional suit. Mm-hmm. And kind of has the... His humor is just play it straight, even though you're joking. So it's it's kind of awkward. It's a very particular. Maybe that's why it's just too particular that it can't um, work for a wide variety of different things or different audiences. But I still love him. I like him a lot. Um, oh, he also is a writer for Submarine. I didn't know that. Yeah. But here. Also directed Submarine. Oh, good for him. Um, do you want to hear a funny story? Sure. Okay. So when I... Do you know what the Peace Corps is? Yes. Okay. So for those who might not know, um, because we have an international audience, mm-hmm. at least once, that's all I know, um, is that you Americans can apply to work for more poorer countries. And, and the President Kennedy had started it in the 60s. And so um, it's a long application process, and it's quite difficult um, and basically they, they get what you have, like what are your expertise, what are your interests, and then they'll say like what countries need the most help and you do it, whether you like it or not, uh, what you're doing. It's kind of whatever they need. So I went through the application process. I got to the second level, which is an interview with their headquarters in different cities. So I'm from Chicago. I went to their Chicago headquarters. They kept talking to me about my computer knowledge as I guess I, I, I'm good with computers I'm more of a video person like a videographer editor and they're like right 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 do you do websites and when I have a background in websites and social media and stuff they're like right do you fix computers and I'm like not really but I mean I know more than I do turn it off again off and then on again before I call IT mm-hmm. um, and stuff. So it was just a really interesting thing. So they kept talking to me about it, and I, but it it went well. So I was talking to my dad. And I'm like, I feel like they're gonna want me to be like the Gen 
in the IT department of the Peace Corps headquarters in like Rwanda or something. And it just made us laugh thinking about me being in a third world country being Jen <laughs> because they sent me for two years from America to these countries and just do their computer stuff but I'm really not a huge computer person <laughs> but you were there for like relationship manager yeah exactly but anyway then they, they got I did get into the Peace Corps and they wanted me to work with children with HIV and AIDS in Lesotho mm-hmm. which is near South Africa I'm like, but then what was all the questions about computers? Anyway, something else came up, and so I never, I declined the offer because something else that I don't regret, I got to live in New Zealand in the field that I wanted. But it was just, I always remember that, like, I could have been Jen in Rwanda. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's nothing wrong with Jen. It's not, but... I, I do know what IT means, internet things. Internet things, yeah. But... Yeah, if they are like, all these computers are broken, we need you to fix it, I'd be like, what? <laughs> anyway. You're like, I just turn it off and on again. That's yeah. what I do. Um, huh, that's interesting. I'm just thinking that, like, I don't know how... So, like, the thing about Jen, that she's so flawed and she's so funny, is in the sense that, like, you know, if you th- on the job, like, if you got hired, yeah. the first thing you do is try to learn whatever you're doing yes she never does it she says no no oh, and like sometimes it. it drives me crazy but also that's maybe that's funny because she's just like and then at one point she's become like so confident she's like i'm a relationship manager yeah but you don't do anything and then all like they have a charm pretty sure they have a charm <laughs> i guess because the it department is so, have you noticed the it department can be kind of douchebags yeah i mean that's true i do feel like every place that I've uh, either worked or like you know been at even at school like you know people who are in IT they're just kind of like oh and they, yeah. I, know, I understand it because like technology is such like a black box situation yeah. that like you know people on the outside they don't know anything about it but if you know it you know it so when people be like I don't know how it works they'll be like oh this is this this and that without even looking at it so yeah. I get their frustration in a sense that like probably they have better things to do and then like there's probably some easy but fix yeah. but like you know save the attitude <laughs> exactly that's why I was like when I had to call the IT department I could just hear them like oh, did you turn it on I'm like yes I did turn it off and then turned it on again it's still frozen I unplugged it and I, like, I was like don't give me that attitude I could have been relationship manager in Rwanda <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I, I always feel like maybe they did need, like, Jen to be in the middle ground, but... Just somebody who's, like... She does never grow in that. She just grows to, to really love the co-workers. Yeah, which is also interesting. Sometimes, usually, I would, like... Uh, I, it doesn't get sick home. Like, you know, there's not going to be major changes. Yeah. But I think that sometimes, like, you know... Uh, they just kind of stay in the same spot. Like, somehow, it's kind of, it's kind of like, nice... Yeah, and in the very last episode, they finally move up. I know, and that's that's actually quite incredible. And I was thinking, huh, that's some change. I mean, yeah, I don't see how they can manage the company because that's essentially what but they're into. Look who was managing it to begin with. Like, how did those dumbasses, the Renamin, Renamin, Renamin industry, industry, the father son duo? Yeah, it's bad. They're bad. But I also, I don't know. I if you. 
something about like the rhythm industry I, I like the fact that they openly make jokes about it so whenever they're like they're like they never specify like what they're doing no I don't know and then they were just like oh my god this company has something to do with our company has direct relationship with our product they're like that things we made yeah. and they never say the thing so they just literally yeah, kind of like face value and I'm just like that's funny they don't ever made it clear what it is they're were just the like relationships that like the J- Japanese company then the Italian guy needs to back them up remember yeah oh my god the Italian one's so funny bene. <laughs> I was like, because like there, she's like, I don't know how to speak Italian, but I can, I can like, I can make myself sound like I'm, I don't yeah. know how to speak Italian. She's like, uh, the petty with a teddy. Sophia Loren and Randa, Sophia Loren. So funny. He's like, I'm sorry, I don't understand. She's like, she says thank you for hosting. <laughs> She's so funny. And, like, maybe because, like, she's such a terrible person that, like, sometimes, like, it's also, like, funny because, like, those roles do, like, those things that you you don't expect from a female character. Yeah. And they happen on her. And because she's just, like, she's really good at faking it. Well, also, also, I've noticed, like, the things that they'll talk about, it was the rise of social media. Like, friend face was obviously Facebook. Mm -hmm. And stuff. But in that episode, the Italian episode, where the woman who had a baby and doesn't look like it, and then she's doing a triathlon around the world mm-hmm. because of an app and all that stuff, they they or or the fact that like you're absorbed into friend find find friend or whatever it is mm-hmm. their version of Facebook for hours and hours and end or like that you would text even though you're in the same room to each other. They were making fun of things that actually happened today. Yeah. Have you noticed I, that? Exactly. Like, I honestly, when I got a Fitbit, I would still, like, be standing, but I'll still move just because I want to make sure I'm making a move, like, moving. And I, it was ridiculous. I love it. And I, I do agree. And um, the Friend Face episode is such a good satire in terms of, like, how technology works. And I still use that GIF or GIF, whoever you're, you know, which one you prefer, that um, they're sitting in the, they're, like, Jen is lying on the couch and Mm -hmm. then two of them behind their desk and they're typing. And she's like, I love this. I feel so social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So true. But, like, that's exactly how it is. You think about just replacing... The laptop with phone, that's exactly what we do these days. Sometimes, like, we're literally texting each other when we're in the same room just because. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, I guess it's a thing that's happening. Um, what, the other thing I really like about IT Crowd is how they, uh, like, kind of, like, you know, treat things or, like, like, write things in a very serendipitous 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 way in a sense that like I actually now I think about it one of my favorite episodes it was uh, like the work outing so they went out for a musical and the musical like gay musical oh my god it's so funny because like exactly like and every time they got into a bad situation and sometimes you forget certain things and they will remind you I remember this thing so Ma also like trying to pee and he couldn't pee because there's a there's a butler yeah. In a, I don't know, like, 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 like toilet attendant or something like yeah. that in the toilet. And he's like, I cannot pee. And then, so what he ended up doing, he went to the employee, like, bathroom and, like, they give him, a, like, 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 
a uniform. And I'm like, and I totally forgot about Moss. And later on, when Jen's like, can I get a drink? And then Moss just yes, like, ma'am. what can I get you? And I was just like, oh, I lost it. You forgot. That's why my favorite episode, the one that if I ever want to laugh, is the funeral episode. Season two, episode two, where the Renem industry head kills himself because <laughs> because of funds being I think they were, they were stealing their retirement fund or like something for, like that but then pension pension the pension fund and A then they're like first of all few hours earlier and you see the build of like Moss saying I can find out when you die it's gonna be on Tuesday, Thursday at 3pm and then he has to go to the office and he's like, oh, everyone, could you please not delete this firewall because it will really mess up your computers. And then the guy kills him. <laughs> you forgot him. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was the whole reason. He's like, all right, calm down. It's not that scary. But then just. Oh, and his, then, yeah, and the Renum died. It's like. Renum died. And then he's like, I don't know what to say at funerals. So I just say like I'm sorry for your loss and then move on and he takes it literally and they're like if you're here it's probably because I died of cigarettes and Moscow's like ha wrong (laughs) shut up (laughs) and then it's 3pm and the gold the gold that takes it all is he's like I'm fucking dead call the ambulance I'm fucking like yeah you're right you're right not <laughs> everything <laughs> and you keep forgetting yeah and you forget rem- that they were playing with the with the vibration and and it comes back in a big way like oh it's so damn good oh uh, yeah but I think you've convinced me that's probably my favorite that's episode that's my yeah. favorite episode a lot of people also like uh, Peter File and the party Dinner yeah party. that's funny that is a funny one I the gift is priceless of acting out more it's also a good episode because it's also like all of them outside the office environment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I like that about them because, like, you know, you see them kind of forced to interact with each other in a social situation yeah. and it reveals that they're all terrible people. Yeah. Um, or just like socially awkward. Well, no, no, just terrible. Like, Roy. Even her friends are terrible. Yeah. The drunk and then the. And and then the woman who's like, I think I could do better. Even though Roy is clearly not a nice person, like he's only in it for the money and mm-hmm. her body. She's like, uh uh-uh, uh, I can do better. Yeah. Then and the other one was just weird and just like you no know, likes Richmond. <laughs> just like where did you find these people like, you better be nice to Richmond he's the best <laughs> oh my god it's so funny um so what do you I don't know why you ended the, the three seasons it has such a potential well I mean they did okay so there's a few things I wanted to ask you first of all the other thing that they're really good at is the process of Jen getting her shoes the beautiful shoes. Oh my god, yeah. It could not be more true of of like, no, I'm never gonna wear them. They're too expensive. Then you wear them and you walk and she's like really happy and then she's starting to notice that it's hurtful, but she still has a smile on her face. I'm like, yup, yup. And then you can't even handle it and you just never wear them again. Mm-hmm. It cannot be true. But 
you're a guy who hangs out with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Do you think that m- men's PMS is a real thing? That you get influenced when a woman is on her cycle? Um, so, I don't know how to say that for sure, but I definitely feel that um, there are certain things, maybe not exactly true, but it is a case. So, like, I do notice that whenever we're in a group, and you have a lot of female or... Um, a lot of women are in like dominant mm. situation when I'm doing what they're, like they're doing. So a lot of times when they get antsy, we get antsy. Okay. So like that that could be that could be true, but not to that extent because uh, and also like men are usually insensitive to this kind of stuff. They're That's just like, true. That's why they said it's it's been going around to mostly IT <laughs> men who are like socially awkward and. Yeah, they just don't understand it. They don't understand it. That was so funny. But it also makes sense because um, a gen is clearly alpha. Yeah. So in that relationship, they do end up just doing whatever Jen is doing. And you can see that she's not just like a mother figure, which, you know, of, yeah. most of the time she is to take care of the, She takes care of them. But you can also see them they just literally fall apart when she's not around because they need order. Every time and, they're... And they, that's, that's the sweet relationship. I love that there was never a romance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they, at one point, she slept with Moss, remember? But that was just, like, a thing. Yeah, they never dwell on it. But also, when she wants to go for a job interview, they're so supportive of it. Yeah. Like, they're sad, but they're like, we'll be fine without you. And obviously, they weren't. But it was just, I love that friendship that they've formed. Exactly. I really, really enjoyed it. And I think that... um, like that's that's something you don't really see on TV because usually like you know then I'm happening something will happening, and I think I don't know it's I don't think it's a fair argument to make but sometimes like the fact that they just concentrate like keep developing Jen and like revealing more about her rather than you know showing yeah. who she is through a relationship she's having just make her more of a like interesting person and like a more like you know you see her from different angles and i remember that uh, you do have a glimpse of like you know like who she's dating mm-hmm. and everything the like magician. that yeah the magician and then the, the pedophile <laughs> peter file peter file um and then there is also um 50 oh, 50 yeah the 50 that was awful that she didn't want to go out with him because he she she's had, a horrible person she she's like i'm gonna lose. go over the biggest loser when in england <laughs> Interest on me, obviously. Like, oh my god. Yeah, she's a terrible person, and I, and I, and I think that that's why it makes makes her such a, like interesting person because that she's not defined by her relationship, and then for that reason, I, I truly enjoy Jen. Yeah. Um. And, yeah. Oh, the best one is when she says um, to the guy who says, "I probably was the last man she slept with," and she's like, "Stop telling people I slept with you." And every time she does it, he looks like she's a ghost. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that episode. Moss can't lie. Oh, my favorite thing is also when Moss hears the word "bra" and he starts fainting. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a second time faint. It's like the first time I was surprised. Second time I was surprised. I I I was saying. <laughs> oh my god. Also, I. I think I can relate to Moss a bit, especially when they, they're like, did you see that ludicrous display last night um, with the sports people? Because mm-hmm. especially my relatives where I live now in D.C. area, they're huge on sports. Huge. Like, no one can talk during some sort of 
stupid World Cup or something. I could care less. And when Moss, he's like, no, I don't want to go to a game. And, and Roy really wants to be cool. So they go and he's like, oh, that man threw a ball to that man. And that deserves a round of applause. <laughs> oh, maybe he'll move it. He did. He did indeed <laughs> kick it. And now it's on the other side. That deserves another applause. That's me. That's exactly me. You have to be like, oh, look, they're going back and forth. Oh, they went back again. Oh, <laughs> they missed a goal. That's a shame. Oh, my God. Alrighty. Uh, so <laughs> I was like, so you are my, you're my everything right now. But, but also, Moss is quite content with his life. He is, and exactly, and I think, like, there is something really honest about him, and I remember, like, you know, he was, like, and well, when they're doing online dating, and then, like, <laughs> Roy was, like, oh, you do the whole, like, Lonely Hearts? He's, like, yeah, I'm, I'm IT, IT technician who's, like, over 30 or yeah. something. Of course I'm on Lonely Hearts. I actually paused that, his profile, mm-hmm. and it says, uh, looking for, it says She-Ra. And I'm like, who the hell is She-Ra or something like that? And it's a it's a cart like a comic book character. Oh really? I didn't know that. I, I should know that. It. And at the time he was 22. It's just so funny. Like they really look into these small details. Oh She-Ra. Okay. Yeah. So they really. Oh, also like when they come back and they do the board games. Mm-hmm. Um, and horribly edited, right? Yeah. God, uh, first of all, the creator was got a lot of backlash saying that you were making fun of us board reviewers. And he's like, no, 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 I actually do it myself. So that was my ode to all the game boarders. But he reminded me of me, again, of doing this podcast. I was like, why not make a podcast and talk about my favorite shows with my friends? Mm-hmm. What's Who's going to stop me? The only thing is I don't force people to listen to it. <laughs> Versus Jen be like, I can't do this anymore. That was just three months ago. Like, really? I thought I just watched it yesterday. Um, I loved... Oh, God, it's just it's such a great show. Also, it said um, his Moss invented that game that he makes the businessmen in town play. That's, uh, yeah. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. Which, which I'm, I'm a uh, yeah. game master for. And the creator was saying, when he was a kid, Dungeons & Dragons is basically just storytelling. Exactly. It was another form of storytelling. That's why he loved doing it mm-hmm. as a writer as well. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that. I love Dungeons & Dragons, and I remember that when I was watching it, I knew some this few things about it. And also, like, you know, we talk about community. There's also Dungeons & Dragons. And for me, it's something really special and something really cool in the sense that um, it's such a, like, old old man's club like you know it's like you know uh, back in the days a lot of writers a lot of people who are like now writers uh, they do Dungeons and Dragons and then uh, there's a joke about like you know anybody who plays Dungeons and Dragons probably mid-aged white men which yeah. is true and I think that there's something really powerful about it in the sense like you construct an world with different people and you get involved in there and like you know as a dungeon master I realize I start doing the same thing as Moss I will make like I can even show you I have so on my phone there is an app that makes sound effects. Oh, that's so what he was doing. so rather mysterious. Uh, so there are things are on my phone that like does sound effect. I don't know. I mean, it's not copyrighted, so I guess I'll try to show you if I. So yeah. something like like 
their music playing, and then I can also like be like, oh, there's a door opening. So during the game, as I'm narrating it, and I'd be like, oh, you know, now you hear um, footsteps, um, right? So I realized I'm start doing a lot of things that like Moss would do, and I think, yeah. um, and I think like you know that episode. I'm thinking maybe the writers or even like the actors um, himself, uh, the actors himself, they probably are experienced with it. And it's true, like you know, on the outside you do think that oh it's kind of ridiculous. Why are you crying? But there's a lot of a huge level of projection going on yeah. in Dungeons and Dragons. So you know how Roy's relationship was resolved because yes, because he finally got to say goodbye or something. Exactly, and then that's something that you know in Dungeons and Dragons you can do. So sometimes I remember like having people playing and knowing that like probably have something like they have a bad day or something. Then I will create a monster that seems like awfully similar to somebody they knew or like something that encounter real life, and they overcome it. It makes me think of. You know, the comedian Louis C.K. was talking about how we try and hide our emotions now. Like, we don't recognize our emotions. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to someone the other day about his... He was saying, like, one day he was driving in the car alone and he listened to a song and he wanted to he wanted to make him cry. So he was about to change and he's like, no, let me feel this. And he cried and he cried and he cried. But what happened... I feel like with Dungeons and Dragons, it's kind of like Roy is like, I don't want to talk about the girlfriend. I never got closure, nothing like that. So this forced him to recognize that relationship and not try and hide his heartbreak and get some closure. Because you, we have too many distractions in this world. So it, whether it's through a game or through talking or something, you finally have a realization that you had this attachment and there's nothing wrong with that exactly I think that's um, like the way you put it is very beautiful and I think it is true sometimes like you know you don't know how to experience or like express emotions unless you're like expressing in a different form yeah and then that's something I think games like you know they do help you so I, I like the fact that um how the show kind of portrayed that in a very like oh my god one of the other things that the nerd would do but at the same time there's something very genuine like you know Mm -hmm. true about it and I think in that way kind of like even though they're making fun of nerds but also challenges at the same time saying that well the things our nerds are into but like you can see the value in them well I think what's funny is that they're making fun of everyone exactly they're making fun of you're so stupid you can't even turn the computer off and then on again Mm mm-hmm you're so stupid that you're just as shallow as they are because you want someone who's good-looking and has a good job, just like they do, even though they don't have one. Chances are you probably are not that bit of a big of a catch anyway. Like, it's so good at making fun of every single person, mm-hmm. but at the expense of people that you you are like... That's why I was like, I, I'm pretty sure I'm Moss. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I do kind of see a little bit moss in you. Yeah, it's just kind of like, well, whatever. You don't like me, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then also, I'll still do my own thing. And oh, you know what breaks my heart is the bullies. Oh no! I like, th- them glasses are dope yet or whatever. What is it? Oh shit yet? <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's too real. It's too real. Bro. I'm like, stop it! Stop 
but but then he like toughens up. He's like, yes, well, your mother wears corrective eyewear as well, and I'm glad she's taking care of herself. <laughs> so sweet. He's so sweet. Um, I, now I think about it. Yeah, I do love moss, but I don't know if like I had. Do you have a? Do you feel like you're more like one than the other? I think there's. I think like moss, like in terms of interest, like I like all the nerdy stuff. Yeah. Um, in terms of like personality, I'm more Roy. I don't know how to say really? no. I get motivated by things. I think they're be great. Sometimes I do things are kind of selfish, but then. When I realize I don't have any, like you know, I'm not gonna get anything from it, but because of, like you know, I still want to like see it, see it through. So remember the the nude calendar. I was just thinking that exactly. <laughs> so I was thinking that like something like that would probably happen to me just because I don't know how to say no. And I think I would like to become someone like Jim, but then then again. I don't think I have that part, like a lot of like, kind of what she she can do because she's like, kind of like if you think about it, she's kind of manipulative, you know, especially in the new calendar one. At the beginning, she's like she'll laugh Calendar's at them. Calendar Fredo. Yeah, also. and she will be like, she'll be like, you know, and like there are other people who are like, oh my god, new calendar, that's degrading. That's like you know, like she's trying to teach people, uh, like girls about feminism. And then when she realized, like she you, would have to pay for it, and then like you know, you know, like. A lot of things like she's gonna be if no one's gonna want to look at like you know grandma's new, new pictures and she's like no 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 it's empowering what you're talking about yeah and <laughs> then finally she's like it was Roy Roy's idea to do peaks and we're like you just shot him through the bus like threw him down under the bus oh yeah that's true I didn't think of that right so it's like it's like she's a terrible person and that's funny she is like I always thought that, you know what, the other one that is purposely supposed to be this misogynistic is, is um... Dunham. Dunham? Is that him? Mm-hmm. The son? The son, yeah. yeah. Father! <laughs> Mr. Renham. <laughs> Mr. Renham. I also... Dunham is the, the father. Yeah, he's Mr. Renham. So then who's the, the son? Renham... But his, he's hilarious because he's so unapologetic. And I also think it's because he's completely clueless that no one, this is not an okay way of living. And I wish I had that kind of, well, I'll just do whatever I want. Of course, I think that's also because he had money. But my favorite thing is I remember someone was telling me, okay, so my family's from Iran. And they're like, Douglas. Douglas. And they're like, did you see the latest episode of the IT crowd? I'm like, no. I'm like, well, Douglas likes your uh, nationality. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, I don't care. Takes all sorts to make people. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I didn't get it. So I kept watching it. And I'm like, well, that's nice. And then he's like, I thought you said you were from Iran. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a man. Oh, puppet. <laughs> Oh my god, I laughed so hard. And of course, that's the famous one with the internet. Yes, oh my god, that was so funny. Um, speaking of the internet and that episode, so um, I have all the IT card on DVD. Yeah. So all the DVD on the, like, you know, the menu select mm -hmm. screen, they're all mini games. <laughs> they're all games that you can play. And I remember that one was like, uh, you have to do things in a certain way, and mm -hmm. it's a cube. Uh, so it's it's a Japanese game called the Grow Cube, 
So these these games really exist. So it, it's it's a game that Grow Cube is a Japanese game that got really popular, and then it's one of those things that I'm I'm showing Tara right now. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things. It just ha it's a cube. It's just a cube, and then what a cube do is if you click certain things, uh huh, there are things will happen. So you have to. So you have to do this in order to get to like the episode to collection? the to the perfect thing. So in order to to play, uh, in order to get the, um, get the uh, get the game uh, the perfect score mm -hmm. or like the best outcome where everything is grow growing, in the IT Crowd game, that was the episode they're referencing. Uh, they're referencing. So basically, you have to get a man, and then you uh, get another man, and the one of them changes into woman. You know, woman, and uh, I don't remember exactly what happened, but um, and then you will have like the internet as one of the options of here. You click on the internet <laughs> and you fight over it, and it's like that was the episode. Oh so my God. I loved it, and I think that was, um, but it's such a good, like, also good commentary about like people understanding how like technology works because sometimes, like, if you like it's so absurd, if you put it in there, you're like. Maybe that's true. You don't know. Like it's yeah. hardly it's something that such unseen. Uh, and, and I like the idea. Maybe because they're, they're IT people. Yeah. The box. What, what color was the box? Black. And it's a black box. <gasps> Deep black boxing. Exactly. So and then that's how it works because it's it's a black I box. Think of that. Right. Mind blown. It's a black box, and that's a, like a very a very direct reference. Oh, that's so funny. And I loved it, and I think that's something that uh, the show is so smart in the way that they, when they make fun of certain things, when they do certain things, they do their research. They do. <laughs> and it's like, that's well thought out. I got nothing. Yeah, oh, God. It just makes me want to be that kind of writer with that kind of twisted sense of humor. Yeah, I love it. And I think uh, maybe because all the writers are geeks, so they're really, really adept in terms of, like, you know, the, the tech world. But... It's such a good show, and I, in a lot of ways, I hope there's more. But at the same time, in a very selfish way, I hope there's not because it's just like they do talk about where do you think happened to the characters in the IIT crowd manual. Mm -hmm. My favorite response, one of my favorite responses, was Chris O'Dowd said, "I think Jen and Roy get married, get divorced." And then they live near her in Douglas's attic. Him and Moss move in and live in his attic or something like that. But that they never, all of them were like, basically they never leave Renum Industries in some form or another. But it's kind of like bittersweet. Yeah, you always want more, but they gave you just enough to always want more. And that's yeah. where you want to leave them as a creator of something, right? And oh, it is one of the best shows. And I agree. a lot of and like you said, a lot of shows copy them. Not just the American IT crowd, but like Big Bang Theory. I was mm -hmm. like, that's basically the IT crowd. Exactly. Just not as funny. Even though I did do a podcast on it, and and that's the thing, they stretch it out too long. It's now on their tenth, eleventh season, mm -hmm. and it has its moments, but it's not a true gem that IT crowd is. I yeah. Think. And I feel like maybe just because the writers, are, like you know, they, they work on different 
different workload. So I understand that, but also sometimes I just like they're so good, and I I think IT Crowd is one probably one of the shows I will always go back and rewatch over and over again. Yeah. Um, you just have something playing in the background. It's just comforting. It is, and I honestly every time I feel like I don't want to be depressed, I want to laugh. I get to that funeral episode, <laughs> and it'd be like, "Do you want a pen? Just please take the pen." <laughs> Why are you giving it to me? I don't know. Just take the pen. <laughs> but that's also like a really good way of like talking about death. It's, it's death in a very. Death is everywhere. Death is here. <laughs> I was like, is this normal? <laughs> but yeah, that's true. And then like they can't talk. They can't talk about bras. They can't talk about death. They can't talk about. Really anything of, I, don't, I was going to say substance, but like bra substance. But they are so awkward. It's just so funny. I agree. Um, I think it's still, that's why it remains one of the best shows, um, just in general. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really, I don't, like, I'm, so if I'm being 100% honest, um, I like the last episode, mm-hmm. too. but I also don't. Mm. I don't know why. Like, it's I, hard. They had to get back in the groove of things, though. Yeah, I know. And no, no, no. I'm not talking about the the, the movie. I'm talking about the last one where they have to fight for the random industry, and then like the wife is trying to sue it. Oh yeah, that was a stupid one. I didn't like it either. I, I was like, I don't know why. Um, I didn't like that. It was like it was such like. I think because they didn't really concentrate on. The dysfunctions of that group. Mm-hmm. Series three really became about Douglas. I felt like, or at least that episode in particular became more about Douglas, and no one really cares about Douglas. Like, he's so adamantly not supposed to be what a human being is like, mm-hmm. right? You just know he's the baddie, the the dummy, um, and so that's why we like the other episodes where they go to a theater and one goes paralyzed and one ends up working for them and one finds out she's on a date with a gay guy who doesn't even realize he's gay or those kinds of things or when Jen becomes addicted to cigarettes again and and stuff because these are kind of in some form relatable like how far are you going to go with a lie but Douglas it was just ridiculous everything he does is ridiculous and that last episode of season three or season four, sorry, season four. Um, yeah, it's not very good. Yeah, I don't remember even being good. I, 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 and, I, and you know what was weird is they had gone to a restaurant that made objects that you can eat. Mm-hmm. They never really quite explained that. I'm like, that's random. <laughs> like, and they're drinking milk out of wine glasses and then like eating a shoe. Or something, mm-hmm. you know, like it was. Re- I feel like there's a couple of deleted scenes that would have explained that, and so I'm glad that they came back. Mm-hmm. And of course, the trouser pants and him changing his trousers. That was funny. That was just funny. Brilliant. That was and, funny. And the, and the idea of clearly telling us like we all do this, where you try and apologize or make your point through social media, and it's the worst thing to do. Just let it die. Mm-hmm. Like people will forget about it. Mm-hmm. You can't correct the the situation, and they just don't give up. And they're like, hate women, then or hate. Wait, what is it like? Poor people? Then I must no hate hold, them. hate the homeless. Hate the homeless. 
then I must hate women too. And they're like, you didn't use punctuation. She's like, you don't need punctuation in social media. So it just looks, hate homeless. Hate and I suppose too. I hate uh, women too. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. I was like, that's so true. That happens all the time. Yeah, and you cannot apologize. It's like, and then they make fun of it, be like, oh, that's such a great platform to apologize. No. No, it's never good. And I think mm, there's something also funny about, I don't even know this. So, you know, remember there's one scene they made this animation of like, and they're speaking like, you know, like Chinese. Mm-hmm. And they make an animation of like, that's an actual thing. So in Taiwan and in a lot of Hong Kong news, what they do because they have the rain act right. to see, and then they don't hire people. They use animation to do it, and it's a big deal. And it's funny because like they actually do that. So you so will did the research yet again. Well, yeah. what's cute is that they have their fans involved. Like mm-hmm. fan art is on the in the office. Oh, that's so adorable. Um, the scene where they're like people are outraged, and it would be scenes of people all over the world seeing. Jen throwing coffee at a homeless woman by accident, but taken out of context. <laughs> um, they said what we did was we're saying season five is coming back with a movie. Um, please just act shocked and send a picture of you acting shocked watching your phone. And so Pete and they're like, people were getting it, giving it from like Italy and all sorts of places. Like we got something like over thousands of photos and we use like a bunch of them so those are our that's not them setting it up that's the fans those photos oh that's adorable isn't that cool oh i love this show and i think yeah it maybe speak to the inner inner nerd yeah um but then then again it's a, such a like endearing show and you can find even if you're not into technology or anything you're talking about they're just that's so the human they're so good at yeah exactly it's it's just such a great show mm-hmm. anyway Thanks for coming back. Thank and you. To me about I the IT love crowd. talking with you, and I love talking about IT Crowd. I wish I am more prepared, but what I can do is I'm gonna go home and watch it over again. <laughs> I uh, just did that. No, I did that over the weekend, but I'm still gonna do it one more time because oh, it's such a cute show. It's so cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank Bye. you. <laughs>